Well, welcome to the JK Round Podcast. That's right. We're back on another beautiful Monday. Yeah. And um, uh, I'm I'm Joel. I'm Kevin. Mm-hmm. So, and and uh, t- together we make the JK Round. We yeah. are definitely around. We're abundant. We are we are a dynamic duo, not to be confused mm-hmm. with Batman and Robin. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And or Starsky and Hutch. Or Starsky and Hutch. Um, or Beethoven and Mozart, which I guess we're mm-hmm. more single people, but mm-hmm. now that now that you think about classical music, those are the two names that pop up. Tag right? team duo. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and in a similar sense uh, with Mozart and Beethoven, is, is Kevin is far away, I am... Uh, close by. I'm in the nation. I'm in the capital city of the nation. Kevin is uh, going around on a 199 day yep. journey. I'm putting the, I'm putting the K around and the JK around. Sure, that's for sure. Yes, and uh, mm-hmm. and and that's exciting because we get to hear about where he is and what he's doing, yep. and uh, and that's a thrill every single week. And, and by the way, let's just say that we're in episode eight of season two. Uh, we've been keeping track yeah. of uh, the episodes. Mm-hmm. Keeping track of your uh, Mark students. Yeah, some people may call it semester two, Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't blame them Mm -hmm. because it's been an intensive year so far, thus far. Sure, to be more academic. Some people listen to this. I know uh, your your parents listen to this just to make like figure out where you are because that's Mm -hmm. this is a lot of the only communication that a lot of people in your life have. Yeah, Um, and it's more like a one way street because. you know, as the the very little power that I get to uh, generate my voice. Basically, I'm talking to you guys through a giant. We call it an echo box mm. uh, in the nation, named after Admiral uh, Jennifer Echo. Yes, and she invented uh, basically most convenient uh, source of small power to uh, transmit. So Joel and I can talk from long distances. Mm-hmm. He can record my voice, and I just speak into basically a big sock-like tube mm. that well, funnels my voice yeah. into, uh, I don't know, the internet? I don't know exactly how it works. It gets Just like a cell phone, but yeah. like a box. Yeah. Picture a cell phone that's a shape and size of a box. With a, a sock attached to it. With a, with a sock, so, yeah, the sock attached to it, which is kind of the echo sock that goes to the echo yeah. box. And, um, Point being that, you know, I generate about an hour's worth of, uh, you know, transmission a week. Mm-hmm. And that's why we've just been doing it this way. And it's been great because it's a free source of energy. You know, it doesn't harm any of the environment except for if people touch the sides of it, it gets very hot. Oh, yes. That's yes. for sure. But the carbon footprint um, is like nil. Sure. Just don't leave it on the actual ground because it does tend to burn its way through foliage and uh, wildlife. And if it dirt, gets near actually. It. It's so hot it can uh, burn yeah. through dirt. Burns um, through dirt. Yeah. But that's what bedrock's for. So mm-hmm. it's a really classy device. And uh, again, we, you know, we're living in that age, that golden age, 2015. Yeah. And uh, and so uh, your parents know you're safe. Uh, you're talking to me. Yeah. We're getting the updates. And uh, this and is so, basically how they, yeah. So that's entertainment. Keep in touch. That's, yeah, that's the keeping in touch or the entertainment. But then there's people that listen to this as students and they want to know what's going on in comedy. And we're kind of teaching them that. That was the yep. other side yeah. of that. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, just a little little service that we give out for sure. you. Where are you uh, mm-hmm. today, this week, uh, Kevin? Well, last week, you'll recall, I was just at the docks 
um, yeah. just about to head out to the islands. And you, Joel, especially will be happy to know of course. that uh, I'm uh, still at the docks. I've been uh, just sort of working this past week with uh, some of these buccaneers and shipmates and uh, uh, sea boys, sea. basically just on the docks, lifting things, uh, moving anchors, moving boxes, uh, skinning fish, that sort of, you know. Shanty work. Okay, they call it. so you uh, so you haven't shipped out yet. You're just doing the shanty Not yet. work. Uh, when a little little nervous to ship out because, like you said, there are pirates and sharks and uh, yeah, sea well, storms I mean, and everyone all sorts will remember last things. week. I was uh, it upset me, and uh, I'm not going to apologize mm-hmm. for that. Um, but the, uh, hearing your voice, and of course, I hadn't uh, started recording here yet. But when when that you called me uh, through the Echo Box, and I see that Echo Box uh, icon show up. Uh, yeah, I shed a tear. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed to say that, and mm-hmm. I, I'm just so happy that we are talking. But but I thought you might have been, you know, just <laughs> somehow made it through. But you haven't left yet. Which is, uh, is there a second uh, sort of uh, second thoughts there? Like, are you maybe not gonna take the plunge? Well, um, it's still, it's all up in the air, you know, you know how adventures are, right? Sometimes you just sort of have to, uh, relax a bit. Mm -hmm. I've been staying in an inn. Um, I met an old man with a glass eye who told me that, uh, everyone who travels to that island never comes back. And I said, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, I got a podcast to run. We're thinking about, you know, what we're going to do for season three. So if I go to these, you know, the Skull Islands, then, uh. I could be doomed, and it doesn't look good. So I'm thinking maybe I'll go to the carnival next, right? Instead of the you know Death Islands. Uh, uh, but it's up what? in the air, you know. <laughs> let me just say, uh, let me encourage you. As far yes, as, please. Uh, Can I just say the first? Yes, please. Go to the carnival. Right. Go on the okay, Ferris Okay, well, that's what Kevin. I was saying. Yes, please. That's, that's what I thought. <laughs> go, try to win yourself a giant teddy bear. Uh, please, sir. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. It's not worth your life to go f- travel out with all the, you know, rebellious buccaneers and their pirate ships. Yeah. Um, he did say that there's a giant ruby uh, in the eye of of the skull at the island I, and he gave me this map but i'm thinking well that or i get some cotton candy and you yeah, know you know what honestly ma- make something it's these, make something happen these things to me are, are are those things that you know it's kind of the bait they're baiting mm-hmm. you uh oh and let but let me tell you in this week there's no audience like a uh, a crowd full of you know sea salted withered old men uh, just drinking brandy wine oh. and watching me do comedy. It's comedy. been great. <gasps> oh, yeah. Wow. So I've been I've been trying to bring back comedy uh, to the shanty town. Oh wow! And they don't like it that much, but I can tell that it means a lot to them. What kind of you know? material are you are you doing out there? Oh, you know the classic. Uh, something's fishy in shanty town. <laughs> you know, like oh, I love fish it. puns, squid <laughs> puns, octopi punnery. Oh, they really like so it. Good. Octopuns. That's one of them. That's oh, Anyways, that's a really good. Um, by the maybe way, maybe that. I mean, that could be a whole style we should talk about one time. Like, uh, look, I guess geographical comedy, like doing something about where you are. You oh, know, Seinfeld has this. Hey, like in New York, you know, yeah. people are crowded here. It's, but in yeah. Shantytown, it's like, wow, there's only twelve of us. Where are all the women? 
and, and I don't get it. And guess what? You got you you when you're in New York, you're you're in comedy town. So you're kind mm-hmm. of like surrounded by it. There's you're so much material to make jokes from. You're mm-hmm. sitting there in Shantytown. It sounds depressing. It sounds dark. It sounds like a bit of a horrible existence if you have to lift things and whatnot. So mm-hmm. now you're trying to find humor in that. That's the struggle. And so maybe yeah. you're becoming a better comedian than Jerry Seinfeld. Dare I say? Yeah, well, I mean, you you work with what you've been given, right? So the guy, you know, we're lifting things one day, and I said, Anchor, I barely know her. And uh, <laughs> he just, oh, and he man. recommended me. Uh, so students, pay attention. This is a master class in comedy right now, uh, you know, c- courtesy of Kevin Abram. Oh, my goodness, mm-hmm. what a what mm-hmm. a hoot. Um uh, you know, and this is coming on the heels for me uh, of some really great news um, that mm. finally our sitcom, by the way, people don't know this, but Kevin and I uh, produced, wrote, and starred yeah. in a sitcom about, mm-hmm. it was eight years ago, um, yeah. before the podcast. Uh, 2006, I yeah. believe it was. It was. We were just young bucks. Mm-hmm. Now, it was short-lived, uh, canceled. Um, mm-hmm. Almost uh, episode yes. two or three, they gave us the the, th- the, the message, sorry, you're canceled. But mm-hmm. we got to do 13 episodes, and finally with the new DVDs coming to the Capitol, coming to the nation, you know, these DVDs, they put the TV shows on them. Right. Right? Yeah. So now we've Good got compilation. A, right, a, distribu- a distributor... Who's oh, saying good. let's do uh, Joel Kevin the the sitcom? So um, I'm I'm thrilled. And by the way, uh, you got to get back here, or maybe you got to save up more power on your Echo Box because we got to do some commentary and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and there's behind the scenes stuff that the, that I've been spending time editing. I mean, you sh- you should be here for this stuff, but we got to get the ball rolling on it. But 13 episodes, some of the greatest moments of the show. I mean, all, of, all of the Good. shows, oh, yeah, so all, all of the them. greatest moments. So it's all the episodes that we made. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So we even have that that bonus episode left on there? So uh, Kevin's Grand Slam? Did that Slam? make the cut? Kevin's yeah. Grand Slam. Yes, yeah, Kevin. uh, Kevin's Grand Slam, where I joined the NBA, the Major Baseball Association, mm-hmm. and hit the home run to the World Series. And I love baby. that. I love that one. Uh, you go tell your parents, and your dad thinks it's the other NBA, the Minor Baseball Association, and, and yeah. you keep on going. No, Dad, it's the NBA, and he's like, "I yeah, the mm-hmm. NBA." And we're going. They're going back because this is just like common sort of funny conversations you have because it's yeah. difficult with the M- the two NBAs. And yeah, and Lewis Lewis, the guy who played my father in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, Lewis Lewis, was uh, just such a great uh, you know character actor. Oh, you know? yeah. He he could play that old man, that classic sitcom old man where you know what what's going on with you kids, and then just mm-hmm. you push up that laugh track, and it seems like it's so funny. And I mean, the fact that he couldn't grow hair wasn't a problem. He put on that fake mustache like a pro, and because mm-hmm. the mustache uh, kind of was uh, mustache. It's a comedy funny. gag. Yeah, mustaches yes. are funny. It's, People should know that. It's a comedy device. Um. So it. So exciting. That's going to be out on DVD shortly. Mm. Um, But hey, let's take a quick break. 
and uh, and then we'll we'll pick a hat out of the comedian. All right, so this episode, this Monday's episode of the JK Round, is brought to you by the DVD collection of Joel Kevin the sitcom uh, on DVD. Available, for available pre-order. now. Well, avail- yep. no, avail- well, pre-order now. Yeah, pre-order it now because you're going to want it later. Look, a lot of people aren't going to know about this because if they don't listen to the podcast. But you guys mm-hmm. know about it. Get on to dap- smackdab.com and pre-order our DVD set. Yeah, you get all the 12 classic episodes plus the bonus Kevin's Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. Um, you get, you know, behind-the-scenes interviews uh, of... Joel and Kevin and other people who worked on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly just Joel and Kevin, though. You and I just interviewing each other. Yeah. But having great conversation oh, about yeah. uh, all what it's like to work with a lighting crew. You know? What do they think of at lunchtime? You, you, you guys don't know this because you don't work in show business. But there's, you know, you see the people in the front of the screen and, it, you know, like mm-hmm. Kevin and I. But behind the screen, there's also people that are, like Kevin says, Lighting the uh, light bulbs. Yeah. Somebody is controlling the camera, which is getting us on the screen. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot so, of stuff going yeah. on. Getting the interviews of Joel and I talking about those people mm-hmm. puts a different perspective, so you can really imagine them, you know, being real people. And, and it's amazing. We've watched other commentaries for other shows and uh, other behind the scenes things, and they get they just go, "Hey, I like." eating bagels or or uh yeah this is how we make the comedy we do that on the podcast mm-hmm. so we got really yeah. technical in these dvd uh behind the scenes oh yes there's also you know our uh commentary dvd commentary for every episode that mm-hmm. we've ever made which i said is 12 um Plus but the you know great one. great episodes like uh gmail shemail and uh you know joel goes to the bacon reserve. Yes, uh, the bacon reserve one was really fun uh, because we actually had to make a fake, like it wasn't real bacon. Uh, mm-hmm. We had to make a fake looking bacon because in the nation, bacon is very frowned upon. It was one of those uh, irreverent uh, comedy episodes where we were, oh, yeah. we were. I was eating so much bacon, but it wasn't really bacon. It was uh, more like it was a paper byproduct, I guess. But it was healthier mm-hmm. than bacon. But it looked a lot like bacon. Mm-hmm. And I'm eating this, and, and it's it's a thrilling episode, yeah, full of comedy. You can see the comedic potential in that description alone. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, if you want a quieter experience for a DVD, now it comes with a mute option, so you don't have to hear a thing. You could just watch it if you want. And it. there's a lot of physical comedy, so you'll still be sure. laughing, especially oh. in the episode "Mama Stop yeah. Bleeding." Which, the episode uh, will be quiet, but you'll be screaming with laughter. Oh yeah, when 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 a woman is dealing with menopause, there's laughs aplenty, and oh. uh, so you really got to check that out. Mm-hmm. That is one of my favorites, and I also liked um, "Stop Ripping Off the Simpsons" episode four, uh, when we just kept you know pitching Simpson ideas, mm-hmm. and basically it got to a point where. Joel said, I'm Homer Simpson, and we got the audience actually believing that they were watching The Simpsons, but then we said, nope, it's just us. 
I, and I. I just love when when uh, the character of Billy Billy Williams, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. already funny, mm-hmm. uh, he mm-hmm. comes to you and he goes, "Stop pitching the Simpsons!" And he just gets so right. angry because this is we've been pitching the Simpsons for like you know twenty five minutes now. He goes, mm-hmm. "Stop pitching the Simpsons!" And then Kevin, you go, "Don't have a cow, man. He hits the roof." <laughs> it was so good, <laughs> and what a performance! Uh, oh. It was just amazing. You got, you mm-hmm. gotta get these DVDs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You love it, and you also get the extended theme song, which uh, Joel can play a little sample of right now. Oh, sure, I can. Go to so, smackdown.com yeah. slash the Jake Real around. cool. Pre-order now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, back to the show. Show. All right. <clears throat> and we're back. And it's a great mm-hmm. day. And we're rocking it. And it's good. And Kevin didn't die. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't die yet. So, so I've been doing really good. Such good news for me, personally. Um, so, we got the hat of comedians here. And this is a hat which is full of pieces mm-hmm. of paper with names of comedians. People that listen will know about this. And what we do yeah. is we reach in there and I pull out a name. And uh, I don't know who it's going to be. Kevin doesn't know who it's going to be. I don't know. We're going to talk about this person and they're going to enlighten us about what comedy is uh, through their careers without them even have, knowing. Yeah. Peer behind the curtain, as we say. And they don't have to do anything. They've already done it. They've already been the comedians. We'll use our mm-hmm. expertise to analyze that, and we don't have to give them any royalties or anything because they're not even here doing anything. Yeah, let me tell you. If you're going to be a painter, you better look at a few Pachassos, right? Oh, yes, and that's a very good yeah. metaphor. All right, so the name of this week is the king of comedy himself and hamburgers, oh. Kevin James. King of comedy and hamburgers, love him. <laughs> and king of queens, obviously. And the king um, of queens and the king of UPS. I mean, mm-hmm. Kevin James is one of those comedians who... Uh, Mall cop. Ball, ball Mall cop. And we've said this before. I mean, that's funny enough based Beautiful. on the poster. You don't even have mm-hmm. to watch it. Uh, the thing is this, Kevin James is one of those people that many people don't get to be, uh, and, and that is a person who comes up in the stand-up comedy world and everybody loves him, everybody worships him and everybody says, you're amazing. Then he gets a Mm -hmm. sitcom and everyone goes, you're doing the best thing that anyone's ever watched. It's so broad that everyone loves it. It's so funny. Yep. Then he yep. says, I'll do a couple movies. Now, his movies are groundbreaking. They're amazing. But guess what? Mm-hmm. No one doesn't like Kevin James. That's right. So, uh, of course, anything he touches turns to gold. Well, sure. I mean, and just the the wisdom is within the company you keep. I mean, this guy mm-hmm. basically made grown-ups to 
uh, as funny as it was, yeah. just with his physical guy. I mean, he's peeing all over the place. He's, yeah. you know, making all the best fart jokes these days. Mm-hmm. He's on top of this stuff. And he's got a big fat uh, belly and, and a fat mm-hmm. face, but these droopy kind eyes. And, and it makes yeah. him, uh, to all men that are out there, completely uh, unintimidating. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's yeah, like, like a, a sad puppy in the rain. Yeah, that's what we call it. He's not going to yeah. steal my, and he's not going to steal my wife. She's not going to mm-hmm. find him attractive, and unlike you know a Dane Cook or an oh, Anthony yes. Jesselnik, who are scary mm-hmm. to a man. Oh, and their jaw, uh, Daniel Tosh, another. Yes, it's those jaw lines that These are, are just guys so that are sharp. Like, and, they could mm-hmm. pick up women. They could actually be a threat. Uh, to a man's woman. Sure, but here comes the, not only an everyman, mm-hmm. but the everyman. The everyman. You know? And he's yeah. sitting there going, look, I've got a sweet wife in Leah Re- Renee Rames, mm-hmm. and she's a beautiful Jew, and he's probably a Gentile. So it's like he's even open to yeah. like that sort of thing. So now everyone loves him, Jews and Gentiles alike. That's right. Uh, I think his wife in King of Queens is actually a Scientologist. So you've got all sorts of religious uh, togetherness in just one man's presence. Mm-hmm. He brings people together, all creeds. All respected religions. And and can I ask you a question, Kevin? Do you like mm-hmm. uh, do you like food? Do you like to have a bite to eat? Uh, yeah, I would. Yeah. Well, Kevin James is relatable then, because you can tell exactly. he loves food. Well, really, if you want to talk about relatable with Kevin James and all men, it comes down to four words. Here comes the boom. And this is every man's fantasy. You want to be a mixed martial artist, even though you're just, you know, oh, I'm a a math teacher or whatever. But now I am all of a sudden, you know, a a fighter, a real rock and roller. Well, it's the magic of Hollywood that they're able to take something like the movie Kung Fu Panda and go, here's a chubby bear that's learning how to Mm -hmm. fight karate. And then go, can we do this in the real world with live action comedian? Yeah, yeah, we can. And Kevin James goes, I don't have standards. I'd love to be involved. Exactly. And that might sound like a slight, Kevin, but it's not because standards are ugly. Standards uh, equate some sort standards of. Standards do not pay the bills. No. I'll tell you that much. And they do not get you married. Like I say, you can't they... have the American dream if you have standards. True. Because you know what? They equate. Uh, vanity, mm-hmm. right? They equate uh, somebody who's arrogant and conceited, going, "Oh, I'm too good for this. Mm-hmm. This is this is a, a beneath me." Well, that's ugly, right? Yeah, completely. So Kevin James doesn't have that. He goes, "Oh, you want me to do that? Sure, yeah. I'll, I'll do it." Adam Sandler, yeah. he hasn't been funny I'll for twenty it. years. I'll work with him. It'll be fine. Uh, you know. Give me a segue. Oh, here's a segue about segues. Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. You don't just get a sequel for, you know, making crap. If it's a good movie, right. 
it gets a sequel right. automatically, and that's coming out 2015. Mm-hmm. It's up there with you know all the big blockbusters coming up. Uh, Star Wars Avengers 7. two, yeah, Star Wars seven, Avengers two. All these great sequels are coming, and Paul Blart is right up there mm-hmm. with them, Hobbits. saying, "Hey, yeah, I am. I am your equal. I am here." Well, yeah, uh, and and you know it doesn't matter how many sequels because they just keep getting better and better. He's on two; oh, yeah. he'll probably go to five or six. I mean, look what happened with Back to the Future. I, you know, they just added Spider Man to the Avengers cast. I wouldn't be surprised if Paul Blart Mall Cop was right beside Iron Man in that blockbuster feature. I could see because it, it brings the comedy, right? That's why mm-hmm. they have Ronald uh, Danger or er, Ron- Ronald Downer Jr. And put him with Kevin James, he becomes the Iron Bride of comedy that we've all been waiting well, for. Well, Iron Man is sitting there and he's doing these snide reactions, uh, snide remarks, and he's going, hey, you know, I'm really funny and witty. Well, we need someone like Kevin mm-hmm. James with that beautiful, dopey face of his to sit there and go, I have nothing funny to say. I mean, sorry, nothing witty to say, but I have something mm-hmm. funny to add in the variety of, you know, Larry the Cable oh. Guy, and I'm going to fall down and, and, and you're going to laugh about it. The, the faces he can make, I mean, like... You know, students write this down. It's about reactions. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to say funny things or really be that funny if you can just make like a like a goofy yeah. kind of face when someone else says something really funny. You know, and, and the cheeks waggle, waggle. You know, and he's like, and. He, he a lot of work. And guess what? That's what makes him an America's sweetheart. And everyone's looking at him going, mm-hmm. we love this guy. Where's the magic? And we're telling you, it's in the you. simplicity of what he is. Yes. And in his cheeks and chins and mm-hmm. his essence, he is America's Iron Bride of comedy. Right. Cher, Cher saying, is it in his cheeks or whatever? It's, mm-hmm. it's in his kiss, she says. But no, in this case, in his cheeks, it's in his flubber. Uh, and, and that's the joy of, of watching Kevin James. And, he, and he's really risen to the top. Thank God. Like, finally. Someone who deserves know? it. Thank you. He works hard. Like, we all, you know, we all know. It's, it's not easy out there. And, uh, yeah, happy happy uh, tribute day, Mr. James. One of the biggest things, and, and uh, comedians, this is something that, like, for students, I should say, just to keep mm-hmm. in mind. Um, and it's something that there's kind of uh, two schools of thought, and one of them's probably wrong, uh, and then the other one's correct. Um If you are doing something, music, comedy, whatever it is, it's good if the most people like it, okay? Uh, There's never something that's good, but not a lot of people like it, and that's what makes it good or something. There's people that believe Mm. that. Mm. You got to look at the largest number of people that appreciate something, then you know it's good. Exactly. And um, criticism is science that way. Mm-hmm. We always talk about, you know, is comedy, art, or science? Um, and we've had this, you know, it really opens up things. But something like criticism in this way that we're really doing to deconstruct things 
is a science. And uh, yeah, so the more popular, the better. Right? You can think of it as uh, something like milk. Uh, yes. Now, yes. milk, yes. you see where I'm going with this, Kevin. Yep, rich. Milk is a um, staple. They call it a staple. It's something mm-hmm. that everyone goes to the store to buy. Uh, Kevin, you've purchased milk. Am I right? I have, yeah. Okay. Multiple occasions. I will admit that I have purchased milk. People will buy this Interesting. weekly. Interesting. Um, milk is super popular. And guess what? It's good for you. Mm-hmm. It's good for your bones. It's good for your developing bones. It's good for your brain. It's good for your heart. It's good probably for your complexion, milk is a wonderful, popular, healthy thing, okay? Now, we can look at that and we can go, now, where's the parallel here? Kevin James Mm -hmm. is being purchased by a lot of people. Justin Timberlake is being purchased by a lot of people. Coca-Cola is being purchased by a lot of people. These are good, healthy things that are excellent for you. Mm-hmm. And so you just come home with a, you know, fresh carton of Kevin James movies mm-hmm. because, you know, he puts out like two or three a year. Well, well why you know? wouldn't he? Why and wouldn't we, he? Well, we all need our milk, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's probably also good for your complexion the, to watch the, these the, films. The appetite for Kevin James is, you know, mm, equal to vivacious. his appetite for, you know, yes. McDonald's, which, again, good for you. Very popular. People love McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So you can see that when something's good, lots of people are going to like it. And if you are a comedian who, you know, has a, a bit of a limited audience, <laughs> mm-hmm. if you have a bit of a, a narrow sort of more uh, a specific clientele, uh, you're not very good probably, you know. I mean, we, we'll admit that our first sitcom wasn't all it's it could have been maybe because it was canceled not a lot of people watched it we are proud of Mm -hmm. it we want you to buy Mm -hmm. it we think it's good but it probably could have been better because then it would have been super huge all over the world yeah yeah and we Um, we understand this podcast isn't for everyone and and that's not what we're trying to do here but you know when we make a show we're gonna want to make it so that the most possible people like it well, again, like these, this is your comedy vitamins. You need to ingest the words that Joel and I tell you if you really want to, you know, get that massive comedy build. It's good for you. I mean, we've been yeah, so, there. So help to make us popular, yeah. you know, spread us around, uh, share it on your uh, uh, social medias and whatnot. That's a good angle. That's a good angle. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we've been there. We've gone through it. We, you know, we've had the show. We, we've, uh, we've been signed to the record label as far as, you know, doing comedy albums goes. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but, you know, we also have had our share of failures. I mean, we weren't even able to say goodbye. They canceled our, uh, our sitcom. We weren't able to write a proper goodbye episode, and that always really pissed me off. Um, And on that note, uh, we're going to throw it to commercial. All right. uh, Time for another sponsor. We apologize, but this is Mm -hmm. the way we bring in, bring home the, uh, not bacon, the the milk. (laughs) Exactly. The (laughs) Um, the money milk. That's right. So uh, this week is brought to you by Little Ladies Laundry. Uh, This is a, a fun toy for your little girls or if we have any little girls listening, you're going to want this one. You know, great play set for little girls ages 6 to 9. 
Uh, because or above. Well, as you know, when you're around nine years old, that's when you young girls should start doing the real laundry. But what little girl doesn't love playing laundry? Oh, yeah. And they th- here, this set comes with two, uh, of course, a, a washing machine and a dryer. And, yes, you can get stackables that aren't too high for you little girls and your short arms. They are, they're baskets that are included with it, just overflowing with daddy's dirty clothes. And, of course, you can always ask brother if he has some clothes to add to that heap. While you're at it, you might want to get uh, your dad a drink. Adult supervision is required for how many ice cubes are to be put in that drink. But if you just get it right the first time, he won't be angry anymore. That's right. And, of course, there are a couple bottles. Don't worry, they're empty, Mom and Dad. They don't actually have detergent or fabric softener. But you can pretend because, mm-hmm. hey, you want to get play time. laundry clean. Yeah. Exactly. Have fun. Have fun with it. Use uh, however much imaginary detergent you want. Just know that in the future, when you're about 10 or 11, you should get the uh, measurements correct Mm -hmm. just so that, you know, to avoid a complete catastrophe. Of course. I wouldn't know what I'd be doing. No, but ask your mother. She'll know. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there's on the side of these machines, of course, there's a little lever that you can use to turn the tub in the middle of the washing machine. Watch it spin. Or the dryer. Watch the the laundry just squash around in there in the pretend water. And you'll be having a great time and learning some important duties. Yeah, definitely learning. And hey, big sister, now you can have fun too Hmm. with uh, the big sister add-on kit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically just makes a more dangerous version of the washer and dryer set because you can actually plug it in Mm -hmm. and therefore you need big sister to help uh, set that up. And they're very heavy units, but the add-on kit is worth it if you have a big sister. Or maybe a mother who pays attention to you. And I know that a lot of you girls are thinking, but what about if I want to get into uh, doing a business sort of thing? Oh, we saw that one coming with this new day and age. Well. You'll be really happy to hear about this one. Asian coin-operated laundry set. Yep. Now you can pretend that you own your very own. Asian coin operated laundry. Yeah. Matt. Just like a big a big guy. Just like a real man. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Have fun with that. It comes with uh three Asian working dolls. And no the slots aren't on sideways for the coins. <laughs> That's right. Uh note your standard pen machine operation. Uh and it's a it's a whole playset of invite your friends over, have them uh, do sure. their laundry at your uh, laundromat there, and and just yep. have a There's great outdated time. Outdated magazines to read. Mm-hmm. You'll be uh, just like you'll be just like any man that has his own business, except yours will be mm-hmm. laundry, which is more appropriate mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, and of course you probably won't make um, actual money because just a playset. Mm-hmm. But one day. But check it out, little lady laundry sets. They uh, they come in all sorts of different colors of, of pink, and uh, mm-hmm. you're really going to mm-hmm. love them. Order them now from all sorts of uh, online stores, and hey, tell them the JK Around sent you. Thanks. I winked, but you didn't see it, but thanks. There's winking. All right, and uh, we're back from our commercial break. 
Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, we're moving on now to a new segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of you might recognize us from last week. We came up with, uh, well, basically, it, it's all started from, who was it? Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner. It, it, what you're gonna, uh, what you're gonna point see, proven. Point proven. What you're going to see here, students, is uh, development. Now, you develop mm-hmm. sitcoms. We've done that. We've developed a sitcom. You're going to see this development uh, in this show now because we did a thing which was point proven. Then we developed a segment based on it. Exactly. You, you let these things happen organically. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't even know what comes to fruition. So now we've got a brand new segment mm-hmm. on our brand new season. Well, not brand new. I mean, this is like episode eight, eight or nine. Or but like, yeah. yeah, but like brand new segment just for you guys. It's called Point, Point Proven. Proven. I've got something to tell you. Take each uh, Kevin and I both take a stance on something, um, mm-hmm. something that's important, an issue in comedy. Now, this is learning by debate, which mm-hmm. uh, happens a lot in society these days, mostly on things like Twitter and Instagram, where people will have really intense arguments. Right. We're going to do this with voice instead yeah. of through text so that you guys can learn. And when we feel like you should really uh, understand the underlying meaning will say point proven right. and that will underline it for yeah, us. Yeah. And it, it'll underscore it. And, and will it'll also be one of those things that's like, yeah, I gotcha. I know this is, this is the point that's going to make the mm-hmm. difference. Point underscore, but it'll be like underlining it. Yeah. Know, in an right, underscoring right sort of way. And sure, just to like, make sure that it's, it's more noticeable and it's mm-hmm. totally underlined. That's right. Because when you're in the comedy clubs and you're sitting in the green room with all the other comedians, they're going to start these kinds of discussions and debate, and mm-hmm. you're going to want to underscore what you say then, too. Exactly. So um, now, now that we've underlined these points, what is the debate topic for today, Joel? Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a question that has been on my heart, and I know it's been on yours, and it is, mm-hmm. can comedy be serious? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, this is a, a touchy issue. Um, mm-hmm. We don't want to get too many complaints from people on either side of this hot button uh, issue no. or, or topic. But um, I will be, for say arguments' sake, mm-hmm. I will be taking the no side. Right. No, it cannot be safe. And I would, I, I could take that side too, but it wouldn't. It would be a very short mm-hmm. debate. <laughs> Kevin, uh, I'm going to take the side of yes, and and I do believe that comedy can be serious. All right. So, um, as the uh, the pro, I believe you have the floor. So. Oh, do I go first? You do. Well, Point. my my first statement. Um, and by the way, we're not going to go by official uh, debate rules of like I no. say for ten oh. minutes, he says something for ten mm-hmm. minutes. We don't have no. the time here. We're just going to. We don't of... have the time. We don't have the patience. This isn't Arkansas. <laughs> Right. We're just going to get out there and we're going to give you a lot of points proven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my first point is that um, I saw recently a very uh, enlightening and also hilarious uh, stand-up comedy special by Russell Brand called Messiah Complex. 
in which he talks about a lot of very serious things about the media and how they want to brainwash us. And guess what? I learned a lot. And uh, and yet it was really, really funny. So if it was comedy and I learned and it was serious, point proven. Yes. Well, uh, while that does make a lot of sense, you within that statement have been saying that he was making a comedy, which made you laugh. Anytime that you're laughing, something cannot be serious because a serious thing uh, causes a stern look in your eye, maybe a tear or some sort of thing of uh, intense concentration. But when someone is laughing and many people are laughing, it can't be serious. So point proven. Well, let me pick you up on something you just said there, Kevin, because you said you're so stern and then sometimes there's a tear going down your from your eye. Well, I've cried. I've laughed till I cry. And not only that, sometimes you're laughing because something's so true. But what if that true thing is something that's very serious and now you're you're laughing because of the twist on the thing, but you're also learning and you're going, wait a second, I didn't see it from that perspective. And now I've learned something serious and I'm crying about it because it's funny, but also because it's serious and, and it's sad. Point proven. Hmm. Well, I'll take that, but the essence of comedy is ridiculousness and laughter. And that's why when someone thinks that you're taking them too seriously, they'll say, I'm just joking, or this was just a joke. Point proven. Yes, but sometimes if people aren't saying a joke, you can't always know. So, is it that the comedy is serious or is it that somebody is not doing comedy or someone is being serious and someone's mistaking it for comedy? That is the bigger question. But I want to uh, bring you to and cite George Carlin doing an interesting routine. And we'll agree that George Carlin is a comedian, Kevin. Mm-hmm. And cool. he's doing a routine that says uh, America's really good at war. And he's yelling about, we're great at war. We're not good at anything else. We're good at war. Now, very uh, sarcastic, very uh, sardonically irreverent. And it was se- it was serious because America is good at war and shouldn't be doing as much war, maybe. But it was also very funny because of how satirical it was. So, point proven. Well, you'll also recall uh, George Carlin and many other roles, such as his role on Kevin Smith's film Dogma, wherein he played a cardinal who was, uh, you know, blessing his clubs and making goofy faces and introducing Buddy Christ characters and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but really, is he a cardinal? No, he wasn't serious. He was just doing comedy bits, not serious, just goofy, point proven. Yes, but just because somebody does only comedy bits in one film doesn't mean that when his stand-up comedy also has a serious edge to it, it's not also comedy and also serious, point proven. Ah, so to get back to that special then... Perhaps he wasn't doing comedy, maybe he was doing a political rally, and people mistook it because they don't really understand what comedy is, which is a lack of all seriousness. Point proven. If he was a comedian, I mean, sorry, if he was a politician, I might see your point there, but he is a comedian by title and therefore does comedy by his 
career. So he would not have been doing political rally. That is for politicians who, as we know, are not funny. Point proven. Well, then, if he is a comedian and he was doing comedy, that means he wasn't being serious. He was just being silly, point proven. No, because it was a very strong statement and it made me think and and it was a very serious satirical thing, which made everyone else think. And I only know it was comedy because a lot of people were laughing as well. And that's how you know something's comedy when the public thinks it is, point proven. Well, those people are laughing so much because it's silly and hilarious. And, you know, if they took themselves so seriously, they would be getting angry and doing war cries and maybe protesting, point proven. Have you even ever watched The Daily Show with Jon Stewart? This man sits there and he makes political points which are serious in a comedy way that makes everyone laugh, point proven. Have you even seen Muppets Take Manhattan, point proven. So we could go on and on like that, uh, students... But we've all grown, yeah, we've all, uh, and you can see it's a a, a verbose topic, a lot of good points being Mm -hmm. proven on both sides, I must Mm -hmm. say, Joel, worthy contender. I would have been saying, I would have been saying a lot of the same things you were, I think, if I were taking that side. Oh, same. Uh, Well done. Uh, and I, we don't know who won that debate. Of course, that is for the uh, the 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 media. Yeah. It's for and as the we say, you know, analysts. Joel and I are are relativists, so everything is you know we're 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 right uh, and wrong at all times. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, agree to agree, right. as we say, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, all truists, you know, live uh, live a good life that way. Because then true. we don't get too we don't get too serious oh. all the time. All the t- <laughs> More room for being all the- funny. <laughs> <clears throat> all the time. But let me just say, we we do want to hear what you think. I mean, Kevin and I will probably not listen to it because we have our opinion, mm. and that is that we were both right. But yeah. you guys, let us know who you thought won the debate. I, I'm interested. Mm. I'm interested. Mm. Um, you know, was it Kevin or was it me? And also, what do you think? Is comedy, can it be serious or can, can it, it just serious? be funny? Um, mm-hmm. Tweet us that, Facebook us that, uh, it and or email us at the, uh, the yes. jkround at gmail.com. Nag us an email sometime. We'd love to hear from you. And facebook.com slash the jkround, twitter.com slash the jkround. That's your mm-hmm. assignment. Let's figure out this, what we were debating, and prove your point, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom, if you're listening, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Uh, don't know whether uh, the island for the carnival lies next, I guess. Tune in next week, and uh, we'll catch up. And I want to say... Old, uh, on the old podcast. Uh, Kelly Dimples and her boyfriend. Uh, guys, come over and watch uh, some of these episodes of uh, Joel and Kevin's sitcom. Oh, yeah. How's, how's that going, by the way? Eh, things Dimples. are going pretty good. Um, she, uh, she's, Her schedule has changed. I don't know how that happened. but So she doesn't isn't coming in uh, working with me, uh, but I do get to see her in passing. I, I'll wait two, three hours till she comes in on her shift and just say hi and then head home. But uh, so, I mean, things are all right, yeah. but um, yeah, let you know how things go there. But listen, uh, to, sure. our, to our students, have a great week. Class dismissed. <laughs>